It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Learn what our insiders know about your home teams. Sports 1280, New Orleans. Oh, H, you're not doing it with me. Get a cheer with me, Michael. But I don't have any rooting interest for Ohio. <laughs> well, we typically we typically don't root for Ohio State here in uh, South Louisiana, but uh, in this Our scenario, that grew up in Ohio. He loves Ohio State. He didn't go there though. He went somewhere else. Well, this scenario, we may be rooting for an Ohio State guy sooner rather than later, as LSU will host a visit this weekend from junior quarterback transfer Joe Burrow from the Ohio State University. And join us to talk a little bit about that is Tim May from the Columbus Dis- Dispatch up there in Ohio. Tim, how are you, sir? I'm good, man. By the way, if Joe uh, makes that makes that move, he won't be an Ohio State guy. That's for sure. <laughs> he will be all he will be all in Louisiana State. And by the way, uh, I grew up an Alabama fan, so uh, there you go. Oh goodness! Well, we well, it's been it's been great talking with you, uh, Tim. We'll uh, we'll end the interview here. No. Yeah, I know. Uh, look, I, I, so, I was wondering what would end the interview quicker, me saying that or something else, but go ahead now. <laughs> so I guess fill us in on this guy, Joe Burrow. I mean, it, it was interesting that his name surfaced here. I, I remember reading a couple weeks ago them saying, you know, with the quarterback battle there at Ohio State, it was certainly likely that Dwayne Haskins was going to win the job. And if that were to happen, look, as talented as Joe Burrow is, he may start to look to transfer. And so news kind of came out here recently, and we heard LSU is one of the schools he could possibly consider uh, tell us a little bit about Joe and, and what he brings to the table and what kind of quarterback he is. He's about 6'3", about 225, uh, 6'3", 6'4", He was a hell of an athlete in high school. He was the – he was I don't know if Louisiana has this, but he was the Ohio Mr. Football uh, his senior year at Athens uh, in Athens, which is the home actually of Ohio University where his dad happens to be the defensive coordinator under Frank Solis there at Ohio University. But uh, bottom line, he was – he was Ohio State's choice for a quarterback recruit back in 2015. I mean, they were looking at a lot of guys around the country, and they picked him. I mean, he set all kinds of records while he was in high school. And the reason I'm bringing up all the high school stuff is because he really hadn't had a chance to do much in college, uh, with the exception of he's always played extremely well in the spring games, even as even as a freshman. Man, he stood in there and got the. He was one of those quarterbacks who didn't get to wear a "Don't Hit Me" jersey. And uh, stood in there and took some licks. You know, Ohio State's had a pretty good defensive line for a while now. Took some licks and put the put the ball on the money, even as he was getting hit. And you know, kind of like caught your definitely caught your eye the first time you watched him play in Ohio Stadium uh, as a as a collegian, as a high school guy. His his final high school game was in Ohio Stadium. He lost a state championship game in a shootout, like fifty two to forty nine or something, with another team. I mean, he just was unstoppable. But so was the other team that night. Uh, but the bottom line is he he's one of these guys that exudes a lot of potential. He was, in essence, handpicked by Tom Herman, who I think LSU fans have some fond memories of. Uh, but Tom Herman, now the coach at uh, University of Texas, uh, but he was offensive coordinator here at Ohio State and quarterbacks coach and pretty much handpicked Joe uh, on, on the recruiting trail. 
um, and pick him, like I said, the guy. So, you know, he's he's got a lot of potential, obviously, but is he's also a guy that, you know, has played very rarely in real games. And I think the excitement over him is for two reasons. In, in the th- brief times he's gotten to play, he's looked extremely good. And then the other thing is he was in the running uh, pretty much neck and neck with Dwayne Haskins Jr. for the starting job at Ohio State. And, um, you know, evidently he didn't hear what he wanted to hear. He's never told anybody what, what the Urban Meyer and uh, the quarterback's coach Ryan Day told him. And, uh, of course, they haven't told us anything about it. But uh, the bottom line is he decided to transfer. And he is he is a big-time talent, you know, but uh, he just doesn't have really a lot of video to prove it. So he lines up a ton of visits quickly. Just your guess before we get through all of it, where is he going to end up? I have no idea. I think I think LSU makes as much sense as any place out there. I mean, I, I think he's visiting uh, Cincinnati today. And, uh, you know, Cincinnati is head coach by Luke Fickle. He used to be the defensive coordinator at Ohio State up until last year. Uh, there's an attraction there because he would probably be the number one guy on the list there. Uh, with, you know, whether or not they would air, you know, winning down, air it out, as I like to call uh, offense, uh, would re- remain to be seen. But he would probably get in a, an immediate starting spot there. I think he would be in the running definitely for a starting spot at LSU based on what I'm hearing from all you media guys down there and reading like the Baton, Baton Rouge Advocate and uh, all that stuff. But uh, uh, I don't know. I think, I mean, I, I would think he wants probably to go to the best Power 5 school uh, where he has a shot. As, as, I, as I asked him the other day, uh, right after he made his announcement, he didn't do really any other interviews. And I think he did mine reluctantly, but uh, uh, I kind of caught him by surprise, if you know what I'm saying. But uh, it's an ambush, a bushwhack. But uh, bottom line is I, you know, I said, you know, the, the bottom line is you want, you want to go somewhere where you have an immediate shot at playing. And then I stopped sort of saying guaranteed, uh, but he said, yeah, ab- absolutely. That is number one on his list. You know, you can, you can list the grad schools he might be in and all that kind of stuff. But the bottom line is, he wants to play quarterback. He's got two years of eligibility remaining wherever he goes. He would have two years to play, uh, and he's very much looking forward to having a shot to play college football. You know, I remind people, you know, people can take shots at these guys all they want, but especially quarterbacks. The reason they're so mobile uh, when it gets to be about their third or fourth year is because you only get, as you know, four years of eligibility over five years to play college football. It's not like the NFL where you can go off and come back three years later. Not that anybody does that. But, I mean, this is a, a very much a ticking clock. Once you uh, get into college football, it would be a shame not to give yourself a shot somewhere. You know, he lived his dream of going to Ohio State, didn't work out the way he wanted, and now he wants to live his dream of playing college football. Talking with Tim May here of the Columbus Dispatch up there in Ohio State. So, so Tim – a uh, quick thought on the Ohio State Buckeyes. I mean, last season, uh, a, a solid season for Urban Meyer and and the squad. I mean, obviously that tough, brutal loss at Iowa where it wasn't just like a you lost by a field goal. I mean, they got beat up in that game. But then the rebound with, with wins against Michigan State and Michigan and, and Wisconsin. And then to be left out of the playoff discussion, I think a lot of folks around Ohio State were a little, uh, a little upset over that. And obviously you finish off the season with a great win in the Cotton Bowl over USC, but uh, are folks still a little bit bitter about getting left out last year? No, you know it's kind of like a it's kind of like a margarita with with salt on the on the rim. You know, it's uh, 
you got to you, you got to take the salt with the rest of it. I mean, I'm, that's a, maybe a bad analogy, but it <laughs> it's kind of like an interesting deal because that everybody knows that game at I was what cost them without a doubt, and that was whose fault was that? That was their own fault. That game was tied seventeen all, and Nick Bosa hit the quarterback head to head and got kicked out of the game. And the next thing you know, I mean, they got out scores. You know, you can do the math, whatever it was, but it was it was awful against a mediocre. By a mediocre, turns out mediocre Iowa team. How do you explain that? And you know, you go back and you know you've got all is you got all this great things, but you got this splotch right in the middle of a uh, right splotch of ink right in the middle of your resume, which you can't explain, and that's what it was. But I think you know, I think Ohio State fans were up, were were upset only because Alabama lost his last game <laughs> and didn't even play for his conference championship. Uh, you know and and ends up getting into the playoffs based pretty much because, you know, even if you sized up Ohio State's resume in Alabama's, Ohio State's just from like a weight standpoint, Ohio State held more weight than than Alabama's did from a, an accomplishment standpoint. And like I said, Alabama, had, Ohio State had more division, had more FBS wins over FBS schools than Alabama did also. But Alabama got in there pretty much based on, you know, the uh, uh, based on its – it's sweat equity of what it's done over the last uh, eight years under Nick Saban, but they went on and finished out the task and won the thing, won, won the championship. But the bottom line is, I mean, I don't think in a four, in a four. This is my own personal opinion, and I think it's what wrinkles a lot of people, not just Ohio State fans. I don't think in a four-team playoff you have any excuse for putting two teams from the same conference in there. That is not a representative uh, field for a national championship. So who's the uh, favorite for you on May the 10th in that uh, Big Ten? May the 10th. Is it May the 10th? Oh, you mean this coming? Yeah, yeah. You right mean, now what, today. Who's the favorite, this who's coming the favorite year? for you in the Big I mean, Ohio Ten? State is, yeah. Yeah. For Ohio, I mean, Ohio State's – I think Ohio State will be the, the odds-on favorite again just based on the, the the people that are coming back, the depth that they've got on their roster right now. Uh, you know, their defensive line's going to be as good as it was last year, but a little different look. Uh, they've got some outstanding players on both sides of the ball. They've got, I guess, the bottom line is if you were looking at these at these teams as race cars, like Formula One cars, Formula One teams, you would say they were Mercedes because they have a lot of like not just a great car, but great cars that they have a lot of ba- you know backup material in the garage. And uh, you know, uh, Wisconsin clearly makes do with what it recruits and makes do well with what it recruits. I would make Wisconsin, again, the favorite on the other side of the Big Ten, and I, I would expect probably to see those two teams play for the championship again. But as we found out at Iowa last year, strange stuff happens. <laughs> Talking with Tim May of the Columbus Dispatch. The last thing for you, Tim, uh, I don't know if they get Saints games up there in Columbus, but you guys may want to start considering carrying the Saints games on Sundays because now this offseason they bring in Kurt Coleman, the former safety They've got Von Bell, yeah. who they drafted. They got Ted Ginn. They got Michael Thomas, who's one of the best wide receivers in the league. And they drafted Marshawn Lattimore last year. Turns out to be the defensive rookie of the year. I'm just saying, there's some kind of love fest with the Saints down here in Ohio State players. Wait, you left out a name. Who did I leave out? J.T. Barrett. Oh yeah, J.T. Barrett getting a tryout yeah. with the Saints. He's, you know, he's free been agent. talking I about mean, it. Yeah. As I tweeted, as I tweeted, you know, this is the guy. All he did was set almost every record you can set for a quarterback at Ohio State. I mean, blasted away most of them. Uh, uh, as I tweeted the other day, you've got the, you've got the number two all-time 
prolific uh, quarterback in Big Ten history, Drew Brees, who will be tutoring the all-time yeah. uh, prolific quarterback in Big Ten history, J.T. Barrett, possibly. You know, I'll, uh, That's going to be interesting to see if, in fact, they hang on to him. I was just talking on another radio show earlier today about J.T. Barrett, and you know, I think Sean Payton has that the, the zone read option, or at least the option aspect of, of, of football, as shown by what uh, Houston Texans did last year a little bit with Deshaun Watson and, uh, you know, what Cam Newton has done a little bit of, but a few other teams have tried. I mean, J.T. Barrett, you know, people can knock him all they want. He was the most productive quarterback in Big Ten history in a lot of ways. Uh, But then, too, he gives you that element of possibly being this guy you can bring off the bench and run an R, you know, a run-pass option offense. I'm not saying he's going to be Dan Marino ever, but – I think Sean Payton and them have a chance to incorporate that into their offense, you know, uh, because obviously Drew Brees has only got a couple more years left. I say that, but, you know, uh, miracles of modern medicine uh, keep him and Tom Brady going uh, in all kinds of ways. But bottom line is I I would keep my eye on J.T. Barrett because I think, without a doubt, Sean Payton and his group are going to like him from a personality standpoint, from a leadership standpoint, and the way he can command a huddle and make some things happen. Uh, but we'll see whether or not he, you know, passes muster throwing the ball. But, it's, you know, I, I just laughed at some of the guys that were taken in the draft finally at quarterback who didn't – who I almost said a bad word there – didn't do anything. <laughs> and uh, and here's this guy. You don't even give him a shot. And he actually looked pretty good in the East-West Shrine game. It sounds like I'm, I'm an advocate for J.T. Barrett. No, I'm an adv- advocate for guys like Deshaun Watson who got passed over by the Browns who was – one of the more productive quarterbacks in college history who ran up more than 800 yards passing over two years against the best so-called defense in the country in Alabama. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, I'm an advocate for guys that move the ball down the field, move the team down the field, and put the, put the team in the end zone. And that's what J.T. Barrett did better than anybody in Big Ten history. And that's why I think the Saints say this isn't just a rookie minicamp invite. I mean, they signed him to a three-year deal, so they think – He's got a real opportunity. To, yeah, what does that to... mean, though? What What does that mean, though? What does What does a three year undrafted free agent deal actually mean? Explain well, that think, one to me. I'm, I think they're I, hoping. I don't understand the. Go ahead. Yeah, no, I just I think they're hoping he'll be that that number three guy, and uh, you know we'll yeah. we'll see how yeah. he performs this weekend in the mini camp and throughout OTAs. No, I guess what I'm saying is, well, what you know, how, how much guarantee does that give a man? I'm just trapped up. I've never, I haven't been able to figure that part out because you see, you know, I mean, I don't understand the, I don't understand contracts in the NFL. And by the way, Marshawn Lattimore, that was no surprise to anybody up here the way he played because after he finally got over his his chronic uh, hamstring problems, which, you know, surgery helped alleviate uh, his second year at Ohio State. After he got over that, I mean, that guy, wow. I mean, he, he's called one of those mirror guys. You know, it's it's like he's covering a, a receiver like he's just mirroring him. And Denzel Ward, the guy going to the Cleveland Browns, has the same kind of qualities. It's, it's pretty amazing the run of cornerbacks they've had at Ohio State. Absolutely. He is Tim May of the Columbus Dispatch. Tim, thanks so much for the time, man. We really appreciate you jumping on with us. Hey, man, anytime, give me a call because those guys you just named are going to, I think, are going to have big time years again, especially <laughs> Kurt Coleman may be the right guy at the right place at the right time. I'm telling you, that guy, he brings the wood. Absolutely. Ohio State South down here in New Orleans. He is Tim May, the Columbus Dispatch. Thanks again, Tim. <laughs> All right. See you guys. All right. Tim May there, Columbus Dispatch. He's been, co- I saw he's been covering Ohio State since 1984. Man. I was, man. I was six years from being born. I was one, but uh, hey. 
Guy's guy's been doing it a long time. Props to him. I hope to have a run like he does in this world. Yeah, tremendous. All right, let's grab our last break of the show. We'll come back one more segment to go here on the Chris Gordy Show on a Thursday. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.